Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey, this is Kate. Welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I am your host, and I am super excited to have you here. We've all been there. We had the whole day open to do whatever we pleased, and we had all these things that we wanted to get done. But by the time five o'clock rolled around, we hadn't done squat. Today's episode is about how to avoid frittering away the day. It's part of a week of episodes on time and the intersection between it and happiness and fulfillment. And today's episode is inspired by a question from a listener. I'm so excited. Scarlett wrote in to ask, what do you do when you have a list of to-dos and you're excited because you have the whole day to get them done, but then at five o'clock, none of them are done? Help. First of all, Scarlet, how relatable. <laughs> Am I right? I mean, sometimes time whizzes right past you and you have no idea where the hours went. We have all been there. There's a couple of things that I hear in the way you worded your question. The first is you said, I'm excited because you have the whole day to get them done. And the problem with that, excitement seems good, right? But there's no urgency in thinking about having the whole day to get them done. I mean, why do something right now when you've got the whole day? Am I right? There's this funny little quirk of human behavior, and that is that we tend to need some sort of urgency to get into action, whether that's time-related urgency, like this thing is due at five o'clock, so now it's three o'clock and I've got to get going. I am very much respond to time-related deadlines. I don't always hit them, but they always get me into action. So I understand if urgency tends to come from deadlines for you. It does for me too. Another source of urgency could be discomfort. Like when you know you kind of have to pee, but you can ignore it for a little while longer until finally you've got to go now. And then that's when you finally get up to go. If it's something bigger that we're talking about than going to the bathroom, it could be that you keep meaning to eat less sugar and eat more vegetables, but it isn't until your doctor tells you that you're pre-diabetic that you really get motivated to make changes. This is very natural. I hate to say it, but discomfort can be a great motivator and provide you with that sense of urgency. Or the urgency could also be that someone else is in need. Last year, I was attending a PTO meeting at my kid's school and the outgoing PTO president was saying that if no one signed up to be on the PTO board, there wasn't going to be a PTO. And thinking about the fact that the school wasn't going to have 
a group of parents to help things run more smoothly, to support the teachers and the administrative team, and also to support the other parents who maybe didn't have time to volunteer, got me to raise my hand. Otherwise, I was basically sitting there going, yep, not volunteering, not going to do it. But then all of a sudden, the thought of people not having that resource made me say, okay, this is why people who are selling things will say things like, there are only three spots left, or the cart closes at midnight tonight, or you get a discount if you sign up right now, because we need a little something to get us into action. Urgency can feel a little bit manipulative, but assuming that you could really use what they're selling, it's actually helpful so that you can do what you say you want to do and be on your merry way. There's something else that I hear in Scarlett's question that I am going to address right after this break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Okay, Scarlett, in your question, I heard you use the phrase a list of to do's. And that is one, pretty amorphous, and two, pretty unexciting. A list of to do's is basically obligation, 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 obligation. You know, it's not inspiring and it is not motivating. Of course, you're going to want to put off all those obligations because you don't want to do them in the first place. And anyway, you've got all day. You could probably just think, oh, let's go see what's happening on Instagram first. And then boom, it's noon. So the trick to not frittering away your whole day that you have to get things done is to create some urgency for yourself. But this doesn't have to be unpleasant. Think about the things in your day that you know without a doubt that you are going to do. For example, have lunch. If it were me, I have a dog that I walk every day except for Tuesdays when she goes out on a hike with other dogs. So I know that on any given day except for Tuesdays, there will be a full hour in the middle of the day when I will eat lunch and then take her for a walk. It's a big line of demarcation in my day. It helps me think, what am I going to do before the walk and what am I going to do after? You probably also know that you will eat dinner at some point during that day, and that probably involves deciding what to have for dinner and either making it or ordering it. So it's not just that you eat dinner at 6.30. If you eat dinner at 6.30, you're going to have to start thinking about it probably around 5.30 or 5.45. So you have a chunk up until lunch, and then you have a chunk between the end of lunch and when you have to start thinking about dinner. That in and of itself is going to give you a little bit of a more manageable container and create a little bit of urgency. Like I really want to be able to enjoy my lunch. So I want to be able to say that I've completed X number of tasks or gotten this one thing that's really been bugging me off my plate. So first of all, you've created some smaller chunks for your time. And that is helpful because it can help you access a sense of urgency a couple of times during the day and not just at the end of it when you wonder where the hours went. Once you have those chunks, you can match the things on your list to them, as well as how you're going to be feeling during that time. So for example, I know that I'm most thoughtful in the morning. So if I had all day to do a bunch of stuff 
and that I really wanted to get done, I would know that in my chunk that lasted until lunchtime, that I would want to do anything that requires more thoughtfulness and care. And then in the afternoons, I tend to feel less energetic. So that's when I might do those to-dos that don't require as much thought or as much physical exertion. That might be a good time to read something that I need to read, like a book before I interview someone for the podcast or to do some scheduling or to answer emails or even edit something. I find it takes less mental energy to edit than to write something. And maybe you have a smaller chunk though. So for example, I often have a chunk between around 4.30, which is when my daughter needs to get picked up from soccer practice, and about 5.30, which is when I tend to start thinking about or making dinner. So for that little bit of time between pickup and dinner, I'm not going to be able to write something profound, probably, but I could do some planning for tomorrow, or maybe that's a really great time for me to chat with a friend or look back on what I did get done that day and move anything that I didn't get done to a list for tomorrow. Basically, you want to divvy your day up into chunks with the dividing lines between the things you know you're going to do that day, even if that just means when you're going to eat lunch and dinner. And then match the things you have to do to not only those chunks, but also how you expect to feel during them. Final thought, Scarlett and everyone who is listening, maybe you need a day off from the expectation of getting anything done because we all need unproductive, lazy days here and there. And maybe the fact that you didn't get anything done on a day when you had a whole list of things that you needed to do means really what you need is a reset. And you could gift yourself, if not a whole day, maybe a good chunk of time where you are freed from the expectation of getting anything done. Remember the saying, time you enjoyed wasting wasn't wasted. And if you have a question that you'd like me to answer on a future episode, please email me at kate at katehanley.com. I also linked it in the episode notes. You could either write me your question in an email or record it as a voice memo and then attach that voice memo to your email. I would love to play your voice on a future episode if you're into that and we can keep you anonymous or not. And that's it from me this week. I hope you have a great weekend, enjoying some time on the things that make you feel happy and fulfilled. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley, don't forget the W, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 